Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Glenn, and welcome to episode 130 of the Glenn Thinks of Podcast. How are you? I know what you're thinking. I wasn't. We weren't expecting to hear from you for a few more days, Glenn. You usually don't drop a podcast on Thursday of any time, but that's like I don't like to be predictable. I don't like to be predictable. A lot of my life is predictable. A lot of what I do is predictable. But I don't like my podcast to always be predictable. So here you go. Zippity doo dah. This is actually I actually recorded the uh, podcast is already. In the can, as we say in the podcasting industry, but I had to, uh, I had to re-record an intro because I, um, I got to plug a podcast I'll tell you about in a minute. Also, during the podcast today, I made a mistake. I was on such a roll. Sometimes I get on such a roll that I say the wrong words because I forget, I forget what words in the English language I'm supposed to use and so I say the wrong words and so I was talking about a movie you'll hear it when I talk about it in the podcast but I was talking about a made-for-tv movie from the 90s called Christmas Every Day uh, and I said on the podcast that you can find it on Netflix. You can't find it on Netflix. Netflix don't have that garbage. But if you want, if you want to see it, I like it. But if you want to see it, it's on YouTube. The entire movie's on YouTube. So um, I don't, I don't know if it's supposed to be or not. But I mean, whoever owns the rights to it is probably like, man, I don't even care. Leave it on there. But that's where you can find it. So I did, I wanted to correct that. Uh, I just want to make that correction for anybody that might go looking for it on Netflix and ain't there. Um, did y'all see the, the Christmas tree that they brought to Rockefeller Center? Did you see that pitiful Christmas tree? That was like the saddest thing, man. It's just a scraggle. It looks like old scraggle puss McGee picked that tree out. Like who picked that tree out? Ray Charles picked that tree. Stevie Wonder picked the Rockefeller Christmas tree out this year. But, uh, I mean, it looks bad. And they had a picture of it from the from the place they cut it down. They cut it down. Um, it looked nice. It looked like a good Christmas tree for Rockefeller Center. You know how long that it takes a tree that big to grow? And then for it to be wasted like that? Whoever transported it, like, just didn't take any pride. They probably, like, were were like crapping in their pants when they unloaded the tree and it's like all oh, just it's all beat up and trashy looking i don't even know if at night they can make that look good i mean maybe they can with the lights on at night but just by itself i don't know what they're gonna do i guess they gotta leave it i don't know it'd be a shame to waste a tree like that like that big you know after all those years you know somebody got fired after like after that is they like the guy in in was it in california that was at new year's or the fourth of july set all the fireworks off at one time like all the mortars got um set off at one time it's probably the same feeling the guy that packed the Rockefeller christmas tree like uh he got the same feeling when they unloaded it yesterday or the day before like he was probably like oh man oh man <laughs> <laughs> oh but anyway yeah it looks like charlie brown did, like delivered who delivered this tree charlie brown delivered this christmas tree but anyway that was just i mean i found humor in it when i saw pictures of it i'm like dear lord look at that tree all right before i get into the podcast today i gotta tell you about a new podcast um that i started listening to this week and uh it's it's a podcast you know, because we all, what we do, or what I do at least, is I kind of will get into a rut where I'm like, all right, this is my go-to for comedy podcast. This is my go-to for uh, true crime podcast. You know, this is my go-to for, like, historical podcast. And and you kind of, like, you kind of have your go-tos, you know? So, But I like to branch out. I, I really like strange and unusual topics, you know, and I like to hear people talk about experiences that they've had in their life or like things that they know about 
And uh, I just find those kind of things to be pa- like fascinating. So I've been looking for a good Mormon podcast for a while, right? Like I didn't want it to be like real Mormony, like uh, like I am a Mormon now. I wanted to be like I used to be a Mormon, kind of like the ones that I used to be in a cult, you know. Um, those guys, there's podcasts I plugged in the past, but I found this podcast. Um, actually I come, came across them on Twitter. I followed them or they followed me or vice versa. We followed each other, but I was like, huh, the, the podcast is called family home evening with bad Mormons. Right. And it's this, uh, it's these sisters and, um, Mandy and Charlotte and, um, I tell you what, man, these women are a delight. If you just listen to them, they're just fun to listen to. They make you laugh. Uh, it kind of is like they made lemonade out of lemons, you know, the way that they came up because they came up in the Mormon church or tabernacle, whatever it's called. And now they just talk about it and they have a sense of humor and they seem like, like well balanced. And I mean, I think that all of us come up in a certain level of dysfunction. If you think that you came up perfectly, you're probably in denial about something, but like they talk about stuff, right? Because I've known some Mormons before I've known some Mormons before, but I mean, it was like practicing. So I couldn't be like, what's up with this crock, you know, but there's stuff that I've always wondered. And so I started listening to their podcast and I started, um, listening to, let me see which one it's on here about, um, Oh man, they got, they talk about Cobra Kai on one of them. Let's see. It was about the baptism for the dead. Like you've heard about that. The, uh, let's see. I don't think it's that long ago that they did. Where is it? Anyway, they talk about, (laughs) let me go to them all and (laughs) find it. Um, but they talk about the baptism for the dead and that's always something that I was like curious about, like, um, like how that works. Right. And so I listened to that episode and I was hooked after that. I was hooked because I was like, uh, I was like, I always wondered about, um, I always wondered about how that worked. Here it is. Symbols of Satan, baptisms for the dead. It's, they put it out in July. All right. Um, I think it's, yeah, it looks like it's one of their first episodes, their second episode, maybe. And they talked about that. And then they had an interesting conversation um, about death, you know, that I found really interesting um, that, that I don't know. It was just, a fun, I mean, it's not, it's not like a morbid type deal. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of laughs. It's, uh, and it's really interesting because you get to learn about another another like culture that you might not have, you know, come up in. And, uh, I love this podcast. Like I said, it was, it was my pleasure listening to it. I'm going to keep listening to it. And so I reached out to him and I said, yo, please, do you have a, uh, like a trailer I could play a commercial on my podcast? And they were kind enough. Like, I mean, it wasn't even a 24 hour turnaround and I, I had something in my email and so, uh, so before I get into my show today, check out the trailer for Family Home Evening with Bad Mormons. Welcome to our Family Home Evening, a place where we can take a break from all the hustle and bustle and connect with each other. A place where all are welcome. Step into our family room, won't you? We've prepared a tuna casserole and some green jello with pineapples and cottage cheese. The portrait of a white, blue-eyed Jesus is watching over us. I'm Charlotte. I'm Mandy. And as it turns out, we We are are bad bad Mormons. Mormons. We are not very good at being Mormons, and that's a fact. What we are good at is making questionable life choices, having alcohol-fueled adventures, and somehow continuing to stay alive and thrive. And stay out of jail. Mostly. Mostly. And to tell the stories to you, our listeners. So grab a cup of Postum or your favorite non-caffeinated beverage. And settle in for tales of deviance and debauchery from us and our seven other siblings. Stories we probably should not be telling in public, but fuck it. Welcome Welcome to to our family. family.
bet Bing Crosby was a weird kid. You know, like Bing Crosby, like uh, the guy that sings White Christmas, and he's in, I think he's in White Christmas with Danny Kaye, right? And so I've been watching, like, I've been getting back into uh, into older, like, black and white comedy movies. So I've been watching some Bob Hope movies lately, and Bing Crosby was, like, his partner in crime. You know, kind of like Jerry Lewis was with, uh, or Dean Martin was with Jerry Lewis. I have a theory. I, I came up with a, a theory about Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin this week. The only reason that, like, uh, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis worked is because Dean Martin was, like, drunk all the time and so he could put up with Jerry Lewis's man you know that voice that uh Jerry Lewis had it was like man who could put up with Bing Crosby couldn't put up with that you know Bing Crosby had uh Bing Crosby was like the duo they made all the road to movies him and Bob Hope like road to Bali road to Morocco um you know all those different movies but I mean Bob Hope was more kind of witty. You know, I have my wisecracks. You know, he was kind of like a... He kind of reminds me a little bit of Conan O'Brien. Just the style. um, Kind of the style humor that Bob Hope had. Um, And that's not... I mean, of course, I think that Bob Hope's like way more of a legend. But I do think Conan O'Brien's a legend too. Did you see where... After 28 years, they're ending, like, Conan O'Brien's ending his late-night talk show. He's on TBS now. Uh, He's been on TBS for some years, ever since NBC did him dirty and Jay Leno. I'm not a Jay Leno fan at all. I like, I mean, I thought Carson was good. I like Carson, Letterman. I really didn't appreciate Letterman for who he was when he was on the air. But, like, I've grown to really respect David Letterman. So, David Letterman... um, and Johnny Carson and Conan O'Brien. I remember um, being like 15 years old. So I've been watching Conan for like, man, I've been keeping up with him for most of his career because I remember being 15, 16 year, years old. And on Friday nights when I'd stay up late on on the weekends, I would go like, um, I would go and do the rabbit ears on top of the TV to bring in NBC and he was on after Leno. He was on late. And um, and I would, like, watch Conan. I thought Conan was hilarious, just how he was. I mean, they, it was a little more risque. It wasn't as much, like, it wasn't as family-friendly as Jay Leno. And it wasn't quite as corny. It was corny, but it was a corny that, like, I appreciated. And so I kind of I kind of came up with Conan. So I kind of, I think he's signing... Um, with HBO to do some kind of show on HBO. So he's not totally going away. I mean, I've listened to his podcast. It's all right. I'm not really big into, like, celebrity podcasts. I just am not. They're just... I'm just not. I don't got to explain it. Who cares, even? But uh, but anyway, I say all that. Just <laughs> say this. Man, you want to talk about going down some rabbit holes. But it's sad. It's like the end of an era, man. Conan O'Brien's Late Show is finally ending, but anyway, um, like, a lot of the wisecracks that, that, uh, Bob Hope makes are comparable to ones that I've heard that are similar to ones that Conan O'Brien's made, you know, they kind of remind me of, you know, the same style, sense of humor, and so I've been getting into a lot of, uh, older stuff, uh, especially Bob Hope movies, and I saw Bing Crosby, and you know he always has a pipe, and he's always really bum 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 bum, you know, just that kind of a guy, and you're just uh, expecting him to burst into song at any moment. But uh, I was like, well, I bet he was a crazy kid, man. I bet he was a weird kid. Now, mother, Bing, you need to go take a bath. Now, mother, we know good and well. I don't need to take a bath tonight. I took one this morning. You know, he was probably like, because I can't imagine Bing Crosby being like a hyper kid or even a bad kid. He was probably like a responsible kid. While everybody on the playground, you know, was playing, you know, well, what'd they play when Bing Crosby was little? Um, I don't know, as they frolicked around. <laughs> It probably wasn't even a playground back then. It was probably just like a yard. 
you know, they frolicked around the yard, you know, and played cricket or whatever they played. That's not even, they didn't even stick ball. He probably just sat there and smoked his pipe, you know. Well, I'll be the umpire because I'm the trustworthy one. But I just thought that, uh, I thought that Bing Crosby was like, would be a trip to watch as a kid, man. I thought about it this week. But, um, something else that I read this week that I couldn't believe it made me feel old, man, is Home Alone is 30 years old. Home Alone turned 30, man. 30 years ago it came out. That's wild. That's totally wild. I've already watched it this year. I've already watched the first one and the second one. And somebody reminded me of this. I for, I totally forgot that Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi Fuller. Fuller is Kevin's brother in real life. They're really brothers. And I forgot. I totally forgot about that. I think I heard that before, but then I just forgot about it. You know, sometimes you got to forget about some stuff. Because you don't got a lot of room to remember some good stuff. So you got to kind of forget about some. Bob forgot about Fuller. Yeah. So. So anyway. That's something interesting. And I've gotten into. You know. With Christmas. You got the sights. You got the smells. You got the traditions. You know. And. And. Part of the traditions with me. And you've heard me talk about. You've heard me talk about probably in the summer before. Is Christmas movies. Watching all the Christmas movies. And so I made a list of my favorite Christmas movies. That I'm going to share with you now. Because these are just my favorite. These aren't all of them. But these are my favorites. And these are ones that like I've grown attached to. Um, have, have I've become accustomed to a face. What is that on? Is that on My Fair Lady? I don't know why that came into my head. Uh, yeah, it's not the king and I. It's my fair lady. I've grown accustomed to her face. I've come accustomed to these movies. Uh, but anyway, who's in that? That's Audrey Hepburn. And man, it's going to bug me until I remember who it is. It's the guy that played Dr. Doolittle, right? In the old Dr. Doolittle movie. Um, 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 what's his name? Man, now I gotta Google it. Hang on. Hang on, y'all. Let me Google my fair lady. I don't know why. I never want to see this. I saw it when I was young. Um, but it's just bugging me because I'll be sitting here talking about one thing and I'll be like, who was that dude? I know I knew who he was. All right, my fair lady. Are you gonna work? Is my Google gonna work? It might not work. Anyway, I think it was the guy that played uh that played Dr. Doolittle. I don't know what's wrong with my internet. Why is it why is it so slow? Alright, so here it is. It pulled up Rex Harrison. So did Rex Harrison play Did Rex Harrison play Doctor Doolittle? Did he do a movie? Let's see if it has. Yeah, he did. He did do Doctor Doolittle. See? I know my stuff, man. I I know about I know about like worthless information. But anyway, um that has nothing to do with Christmas movies. But here's my list. Here's my list. Let's see how many I got on here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. This is my top sixteen. Christmas movies, all right? All right, so my favorite one of all time is The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. And this is just a good movie, man. It's just a feel-good movie. I love this movie. It's not always been my favorite Christmas movie. It's actually probably bumped Home Alone down a notch because Home Alone, like for years, I'd be like, what's your favorite Christmas movie going? I'd be like, Home Alone. Nobody would ask me that. I'd ask myself. And, but this one just over the years, this one has like bumped Like, I just like the story. I like the movie. It's just a fun watch. You know, it's about, you know, the Tim Allen's like the divorced dad and Charlie, his son, that's really whiny. I've noticed that ever since I, when I didn't have kids yet and I watched Santa Claus, I didn't notice how whiny Charlie was. But then when you get older and you're a parent and you have those instincts inside of you, and you're just watching, you know, it's kind of like when you when you don't have kids, other people's kids that are bad, right? it's like whatever. Like, I didn't really even pay attention to it. But now that I have kids, that I'm a parent, 
I'll look at other people's kids and be like, God, you're a bad God. That Come on. <laughs> you know? And so Charlie is kind of whiny, especially toward the very beginning. He's just like, and he's pouting about having to go to his dad's on Christmas. You know, and we all know the story. Santa Claus falls off the roof and, you know, Tim Allen puts on the suit. And, you know, he becomes Santa Claus. And they made a few sequels that are decent. You know, I'm not going to knock them. But the original Santa Claus, man, you can't top it. It's just a feel-good Christmas movies. The little digs. You know, Tim Allen's, like, sarcastic. You know, and it just kind of... It's just a... um, It's just a really... It's like a classic Christmas story. And, um... And it's just it's just fun, man. That's a lot of fun to watch. Home Alone, of course. That's classic. I can't, like, when I was little, when Home Alone came out 30 years ago, my parents were like, no, you can't watch Home Alone. You know, because I've talked about how I was raised a little bit. I'm not going to go into a lot of that because my parents did the best that they could, right? So, but I wasn't allowed to watch Home Alone. But uh, here's the key, the key words or the, the main point is I wasn't allowed to watch it, so I had to sneak and watch it, all right? I had to sneak and watch it, and I couldn't watch Home Alone until I was 18 years old. No, I'm just kidding. I watched it, but I mean, when I got a little bit older and just started watching what I wanted, like, I, we, I, we all watched it. But uh, it's like they were like, the kids might do these things. That boy in the movie hurt people, and... We don't want them to get any ideas. Well, let me tell you something. When I was that age, I had a lot worse ideas than what Kevin had on Home Alone. i go ahead and tell you. But, like, the stuff that I was doing instead of watching Home Alone was probably worse than what Kevin was doing on Home Alone. Because if you think about it, he's responsible. He wants Grossmas... Grossmas? He went Grossmas shopping? He went grocery shopping. I was thinking Christmas and groceries. It's a Grossmas. Where are you going? I'm going Grossmas shopping. But, uh... Man, people that can't talk shouldn't do a podcast. That's the great thing about having a podcast is nobody interviews you for it to make sure that you have the adequate set of skills uh, necessary to to uh, make a podcast. You're just like, I'm going to do one. It's a gross miracle. But anyway, he went grocery shopping. He did laundry. I mean, he was a responsible kid. Yeah, he decorated for Christmas. But anyway, that's a classic, man. That is just a great. That's just a classic. All right. So, uh, the Santa Claus number one, Home Alone number two, number three, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You gotta love it, man. You gotta you gotta love Chevy Chase, and uh, what's his name? Is it Randy Quaid? It's just that is just a just fun just funny um a christmas story is on in my let's see that's number four is a christmas story you'll shoot your eye out um there is a christmas story too but i'll get to that later all right um a christmas story home alone 2 lost in new york that is a classic a lot of like a lot of sequels regularly you're kind of like ah the sequel's kind of weak man you know i don't know about that but uh home alone 2 lost in new york is it stands up i mean it stands up on its own you know if there was never a home alone 1 home alone 2 is is a classic you know by itself if you separate the two so home alone 2 there's a movie now this is number 6 this is going to be a little controversial this is going to be a little controversial to uh, my listeners probably because a lot of you probably have never heard of it. You've heard of it probably if you listen to my podcast and you heard uh, my podcast last year. Sometime I probably mentioned this movie. But this is a made-for-TV movie called Christmas Every Day. And it's a, it's like a 90s made-for-TV uh, it was on ABC. Let me tell you something. If you get on Netflix, the whole movie is on Netflix. You can watch it for free. So anyway, anyways, that might be the only place you can find it. But it's a 90s made for TV and it's corny, low budget. But it's just it's like a totally 90s movie. And it's Christmas every day as this, as this teenage boy. And he uh, I think his. Uh, I don't know if it's a sister 
or somebody's like, I wish it was Christmas every day. Maybe it's his little sister. And so it's like deja vu for him every day. But he's the only one who, re it's like Groundhog's Day, Christmas. He's the only one who is reliving the day over and over and over. Everybody else is, but they don't realize it. And it's just the same thing every day. And it's just like, I like it more for sentimental reasons because I remember watching it. And like, I think I taped it on a video cassette at my grandma's house, uh, you know, who's dead now. And like, uh, yeah, so Christmas Every Day made for TV, 90s, ABC. You can look it up and watch it and then be like, that suck, Glenn, you suck. All right, The Grinch, the old cartoon, The Grinch. That's a Christmas classic. Rudolph, the old Rudolph, the little claymation, the crappy animation uh, Rudolph. Uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas. You got to have that on there, man. You got to have a Charlie Brown Christmas on there. I don't care. You can judge me. That is a classic. Um, Fred Claus. That's what the, uh, the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree looks like. <laughs> it looks it looks like uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas tree except way big. Charlie Brown delivered that Christmas tree. All right, this is one that didn't do good, and I've seen it on, like, Christmas movie flop lists. Uh, but it's like a, a really fun movie, Fred Claus with Vince Vaughn. That was a really fun Christmas movie to me. Um, that yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It's not like classic status, I don't think. But um, I thought that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed. I've I enjoyed Fred Claus every time I've watched. Fred Claus, I, I think it's fine. Vince Vaughn is hilarious. That other movie that he made with Reese Witherspoon, uh, that Christmas movie, you know, where they try to ditch their families, they lie about uh, they lie about going to volunteer or something. They're going to Hawaii or some tropical destination during Christmas, but they get delayed at the airport and they end up on the news and everybody sees it, so they have to go be with their families. I forgot what that's called. That's a pretty good movie, too, but it's not the same as Fred Claus. Fred Claus is good, so that's on my list. All right, here's one that, that people will be like, what? I respect you like none, Glenn, after you say that. Jingle All the Way, too, man, with Larry the Cable Guy. I know what you're thinking. Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger is better. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, it's all right because Sinbad and Phil Hartman, I get it. I just didn't come up on it. I think last year might have been the first time I ever watched Jingle All the Way. And I was just kind of like, eh, you know, I don't really get the big deal that everybody made out of it. Maybe it's like one of those things that you got to see when you're young. But Jingle All the Way, too, man, is like, it's just a movie that I picked up like the Blu-ray out of a clearance bin maybe four or five years ago. And it's just become a movie that I watch with my kids. And it's fun. And it's funny. And it's like the... I don't know, man. Like, Larry's like the... He's trying to get his kid this one toy, his daughter. He's trying to get her this one... I think it's a bear. Some kind of stuffed animal. And, uh, you know, he's a divorce. There, He's divorced from his wife. She's married to somebody with money. And uh, Larry's like, you know, he lives in like a trailer or something. And he's just trying to he's just trying to get his daughter this one gift. And it's a lot of funny. It's corny. It's corny humor. It's not classic Christmas movie. It doesn't have that kind of status. But it's a fun watch if you watch it. Um, Jingle All the Way 2. Ernest Saves Christmas. I love Ernest P. Worrell. So Ernest uh, saves Christmas. Daddy's Home Part 2. Man, I've got, let's see, one, two, three. I've got three Part 2s on my list. Daddy's Home 2, uh, Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, Mel Gibson, uh, John Lithgow. Great. Great chemistry between all of them. Lots of fun. Lots of laughs. I enjoy it. It's, it's, it's a feel-good Christmas. Christmas the movie uh, The Night Before with... Uh, Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen's movie The Night Before, that's a little adult Christmas movie that's a lot of fun Bad Santa, that's another uh, adult Christmas movie that's a lot of fun if, you and, if you're an adult and you're 
you know, eating a piece of pumpkin pie after the kids go to bed. That's a good one. But, I mean, you've probably seen it. And Elf. Elf is at the bottom of my list, right? And Elf is at the bottom of my list because this is kind of how I look at it. It's It will be classic. It will be a classic Christmas movie in the future. But the way that that movie was set up, it's like they knew that it was going to hit. You know, they knew, I think that they knew, and I've talked about this with people. It's like, it wasn't all, it didn't always, it wasn't always kind of ranked as high as it is now, especially right after it came out. But I kind of think the storyline, the way that it was put together, it's Will Ferrell, the budget. I think that they knew that they had something there. And I think that it'll be like, you know how I talked about the Santa Claus and Home Alone? I think that what Elf will be is, I think it will be the Santa Claus and Home Alone to the generation, the younger generation, like maybe um, 20-somethings and younger, like down to like kids today. I think that will be like when in 20 years, in 30 years, you know, when Elf turns 30, they'll be like, oh, that's a classic Christmas movie, right? And I love Elf. Elf's good, but, I mean, it's not really... If somebody's like, what do you want to watch? I'm not going to be like, Elf! You know, I will watch it during the holidays. I love Will Ferrell. I like it. It's great, man. But it's not like... It doesn't have that classic status, you know? Like a few of these other ones near the bottom of my list... You know, it's, I just can't put it at the top of my list just because I didn't grow up on it. So, I don't know. I, my, really, the Christmas movies that I grew up on were um, It's a Wonderful Life, White Christmas, Every Scrooge That Ever Got Made. Like, my dad is a huge a Christmas Carol fan. And so, what we would have to do is we would sit there and have to watch all these different George C. Scott, uh, Albert Finney, uh, what's his name? Alistair Sims. Is that right? Like all the different Christmas carols we had to watch. So like, I know that story inside and out. So like the Jim Carrey, I, the only one that I still will watch is, uh, the Jim Carrey one that Disney did the animated one. It's the only one that I can stomach because I saw the other the other ones were just so beat to death and it doesn't take place in America. It takes place like overseas. So it's like watching somebody else. It's like I don't have anything wrong with, you know, Christmas pie in England. Where's the goose, father? Like I've no father Christmas. Like I've no problem with that. But that ain't American, man. That ain't like what we got here we don't call nobody father christmas we don't eat no goose right and i don't know tiny tim that just makes you feel bad you know because when they go to the future when they go to the future and and like tiny tim's like little crutch his little his little raggly crutch it's like a stick with a bunch of rags at the top of it that's propped up in the corner and, you know, in some of the versions, they're they're all sitting around. There's an empty chair. And, you know, they're talking about, I went by that. The mom's like, you went by that again today, didn't you? And Bob Cratchit is like, oh, I did. And it is so peaceful there. Man, I ain't trying to watch that on Christmas, man. You know? I ain't trying to feel bad for some fictional character man i'm trying to feel good but anyway yeah so that's why i grew up watching and i embrace see i i embrace the next generation like uh i I watch the like noel the one that came out last year um where santa's a lady and and people are like oh santa can't be a lady santa's always being a man if they want to make a movie about santa being a lady a lady taking over the role i man what what am I gonna march in the street? What's wrong with that? I mean, yes, women should be at home and not work, but I mean that's just not the way it is. <laughs> uh, I hope somebody got mad when I said that. Anyway, uh, I'm kidding. Just calm down. Just put your apron back on and don't come at me. All right. So, uh, Noel, uh, Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. Uh, the New Grinch 2018, 
uh, the cartoon one. I mean, those are, those are all, you know, I can like, I see, it's kind of like music. When new music comes out, I'm like, this isn't for me. It's not geared toward me. This, I'm not the target audience of this, you know, but I understand why people like stupid stuff. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Even though I, even though that's the thought I have, like, and I'm not supposed to, because I have a mind like it's the same thing I talked about earlier like with the kids like you don't until you become a parent like other people's kids that are bad you might not notice that it might not dig at you as much you know but then when you have kids you're like oh those kids suck you know but it's the same way with music it's the same way with new Christmas movies like I get it I get what they're doing people are different now the lingo the way kids talk is different I'm not, I'm not supposed to get it. And I'm okay with that. I don't have to get it. Like, I don't dress like kids today. I don't, I'm not supposed to understand the, the way that they have their hair, you know? Because back in the day, it's like long, you had long hair, and you had hair long enough to where you could push it behind your ears. Now they got it coming down in their eyes, and they constantly have to jerk their head. You know, they constantly have to jerk their head to where they're going to have, like, I don't know. They're going to have, like, shaky neck syndrome. Yeah, be positive, Glenn. I thought you were going to be positive in this part. You be positive. I'll be realistic. <laughs> but anyway, like, I get it, and I watch them. You know, I, I have on uh, my list to watch this year, I have A Christmas Story 2. I have A Christmas Vacation 2. Did you know they had that? Uh, Christmas Chronicles 2. Um, which is like the Kurt Russell one that came out a year or two ago. They made a part two. And I saw on Netflix they have a new Christmas movie called Jingle Jangle. Um, so those are my one, two, three, four. Those are my four that I'm going to watch this year, you know, because I try to watch new Christmas movies or ones I haven't seen every year just because it's fun. Because I watch the familiar favorites, but then I, um, but then I like to watch the new ones too. Um, and the ones that are all right, I put down a couple that were all right, were, uh, the Polar Express and the Grinch with Jim Carrey. Like, those are all right, man. I like Jim Carrey in certain roles. I don't like everything that Jim Carrey does, but I like Jim, like, the Dumb and Dumber role. I really liked him in. Um, he's a great actor. I just don't, everything that he does isn't for, for me. Um, it's just so over the top. But that was a good, the Ron Howard Grinch that Jim Carrey was in. That was a good one. And the Polar Express just, to be honest with you, it kind of always creeped me out, right? Because it was like they hadn't perfected that animation yet. So some of the face facial features that the kids have on um, that movie just are kind of weird. It's like emotionless. It's like they have no emotion when they're supposed to have emotion. And so that's just kind of... That's just kind of uh, weird to me. It's like, look at that guy. But anyway, so those are my Christmas movies. And let's see how many have I watched so far. I've watched some of these a couple times. Uh, let's see. I've watched The Santa Claus, Home Alone, A Christmas Story, Home Alone 2. Ba 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 ba. I've watched that's all I've watched Christmas Chronicles I've watched five I've watched five so far man I've got a long way to go let me tell you but Thanksgiving's coming up uh, next week and I've talked about I was thinking about being alone but now I got some family coming and by family it's not some huge gathering so calm down everybody I'm gonna get together uh, with a few of my family members. And I think we're going to deep fry a turkey and smoke a turkey. And that's all I really care about, man. Um, I love deep frying. Last year was the first year that we deep fried a turkey. And um, and so that's cool. And then, um, or that's fun. I like to inject. Like I like to inject the turkey with like a, like I use a Creole butter. You know, and you do like the NJ, you get the big syringe and then you shoot it up like a heroin addict. Um, and I, we're going to smoke one. And I'm actually like in the market for a new smoker. I'd like to get a like a good size wood smoker. 
um, just because I like I like cooking meat. Like that's my thing. And I started steak day. Um, since all you can't go out to eat on the weekends really anymore, or it's frowned upon. It's frowned upon to do so. And so, like, steak day's been a thing, but I would kind of like to branch out and maybe do some smoke, um, smoked meats. And so that might be something that, that I look at doing uh, this weekend is getting a smoker or a new smoker. And uh, so that's exciting. So I'm looking forward to, and I would like to learn to, uh, I like to learn to make pies, like homemade pies, because I love pies around the holidays. I mean, I, I do, man. And, um, and so there's this, actually, there's this hilarious, I was watching, I watched it a couple years ago, but there's this hilarious, uh, pie crust making video on YouTube that Bill Burr did. And it's just, it cracks you up, but he knows what's up. He knows how to make a pie crust. I like to learn how to make like a good, uh, pecan pie is like what I would like to do, you know, or a good apple pie. You know how good, a, like a warm piece of apple pie is, man? Maybe a little whipped cream or a little, you could do a little a la mode, you know? That is what, oh my goodness, I need to stop talking about that right now. But anyway, so that's what's going on in my life. Um, that's what's going on in my life right now. Um, something that I did on the podcast before that I thought that I would do today is I read some people just like to leave the reviews on like Yelp and Google review. That's like a, people get all into that, you know, like, especially if they get really good service. Like if I get really good service somewhere, it's like somebody's waiting on me. I'll tip them good. Right. I'm not like, Oh, I can't wait to do a review. And, uh, it's like the age that we live in now. Like everybody is a professional or acts like they're a professional and they have like, this is my two cents since I'm so relevant. And you know, I've had people like I had an orthodontist that's like, we got done dealing with the orthodontist and they're like, it was like they told you a hundred times. They sent you emails, texts, uh, that gave you notes about leave us a five, please leave us a five star review. Don't forget the five star review or the whatever. And so I made an account to do a review for for those people, just because I'm like, good God, man, do you want to review that bad? <laughs> like, okay, uh, if it makes you happy, if it makes you happy, I'll do it. Um, because I'm just here to please you. That's my purpose, and plug y'all on the internet. After I've given you thousands of dollars, by all means, let me spend my time to to plug your business. But anyway, no, I mean, it's good. I mean, there should be good, there should be good uh, publicity, you know, in the digital age that we live in now. But I like to find reviews that are, that make me laugh, you know, that are funny to me. So uh, I, I did a few um, let's see, I got a few here. Um, the first one is from a Walmart Supercenter near me. All right, and this is the actual review. This is the actual review of a lady, okay, named Sasha. Um, and she gave this Walmart, this particular Walmart, and this is the Walmart that I go to if I must go to Walmart. I try to avoid Walmart, man, because it's Walmart. Okay, but this is the review. The weirdest Walmart layout. Cannot find a thing. I love Walmarts. That's what a lot of people call it, Walmarts. So she said, I love Walmarts, but this one's departments are in the craziest places toward each other. Still couldn't find some things which I used to buy in other Walmarts. Right? To me, that's like... Why are you why are you doing this, right? But then you look up and she has 108 reviews. So it's like she's one of those people. Sasha is one of those people that's like checking in on social media everywhere she goes, just checking in at Walmarts in case you want to rob my house, I'm not there. This is one of the people that goes on vacation and then puts their on vacation on Facebook. So if you want to rob their house, just go on Facebook and look at where Sasha's at. Where's Sasha at? You we you don't even if you're a criminal, you don't even got a case to join. 
you can just get on Sasha's Facebook. Oh, Sasha's at the Walmarts again. All right, okay, the next guy gave it four stars. His name is Steve, and I like Steve. He has 88 reviews. Steve does a lot of reviews, but I, I respect this review. It's a Walmart, or it's Walmart. I mean, that's what, what, what kind of review? Who goes to Walmart? Who goes to the Walmarts and says, I want to know if it's a good or bad Walmarts. Pull up the reviews of the Walmarts. It's Walmart. Steve knows what's up. It's just Walmart. That's all you need to know. All right, this is Starbucks. I looked at Starbucks because I was like, people, there's a lot of snooty folks that, that go to Starbucks on the regs. So I was like, I was like, I bet somebody, you know, because I went to Starbucks a few weeks ago. I waited in the drive-thru forever. And then when I got my coffee, I got like a Pike place, which I don't make a habit of going toward uh, or going to Starbucks. I just don't. Uh, I just don't think it's that great. And uh, it's overpriced and just kind of douchey. And, but I mean, I needed coffee because I hadn't had a cup of coffee that day and I'll get a headache if I don't. So I was like, I get me a little, I get me a, medium coffee or grande if you know the lingo um and this is by um lisa and she has eight reviews all right one star messed up my order ordered no whip on two drinks and she repeated it back they tried to scrape it off when she handed me the drinks and i looked down and noticed she knew she was busted and weakly apologized i didn't want to wait for them to be remade but was tempted out of principle. What if we were allergic? That's just a douchebag, man. Like, why didn't you just wait and say, can you make this again? Yeah. Somebody did that to me. Like, I ordered a pizza, right? I, ordered, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. I ordered this pizza, right, for one of my kids. And I saw somebody come out of the pizza place, get in their car, and open the pizza and then shut it and go back in and i was like i bet you i'd be willing to bet that that's my pizza that i ordered and they're taking it back in there and those people in there are going to try to pass it back off on me and sure enough like my instinct see i hate that i'm that way i hate that i don't trust people right but i followed the guy back in you know, and it's not, I'm, I don't try to, I'm not hard to please, right? But if somebody takes it and it gets in their car and they're opening it and touching it and stuff, that's nasty. And so don't try to pass that off on me. So the guy was like, oh yeah, my bad. And he switched the pizzas out and stuck that one back in the little heater thing. And then when I said, yeah, that's my name, he pulled it out and tried to give it to me. I was like, that dude, like that dude just brought that, is that the one he just brought back in here? And the guy's like, yeah, I was like, I don't want that. And the guy knew. I mean, he knew. It was worth a try. I can't hate on him. I can't hate on him. I didn't go and leave a review. I just made him make me a new one, right? It's like, that's not that difficult. Uh, you don't got to leave a review. But this lady, Lisa, felt the need to. That's how the, some people are, man. You know, it's like not only... Not, not only do... Not only do they... Uh, yeah, yeah, and I mean, if you're if you're out and you want to go to Starbucks, you just go to Starbucks. You don't pull up like I don't pull up like Yelp or Google reviews. Maybe you do, and be like, "Oh, Lisa got mad because the one time they did her that way." Like that's just not who I am. I'm just like I got a Starbucks. Ah, well, they ripped me off, right? So that's that mcdonald's that's another one i was like mcdonald's who leaves a review for mcdonald's and so i went to mcdonald's a certain mcdonald's near me and there was there was this lady named amanda and amanda has one review so what that means what that tells me is amanda created an account because she was so disgusted with her with her uh experience at mcdonald's which is me every time that i go to mcdonald's even when they give me my order I was like, I'm disgusted <laughs> if they got my order right. If they get your order right and you're not disgusted, by the time that you get done eating the food, you will be. All right, one star. I go to McDonald's and other local ones. I go to this McDonald's. I'm sorry, I forgot how to read. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to read. It's just sad. Like, my favorite book when I was growing up, 
um, was called Big Joe's Trailer Truck. And so, you know, that should have told my parents that, that I was going places. <laughs> like, it wasn't like, I want to be a doctor when I grow up, or I am an astronaut. To be President of the United States, what's your favorite book, Glenn? I like Big Joe's Trailer Truck. I like Big Joe's Trailer Truck because at the end of it, he got to go to a diner. Like, after all, I think he drove all night, and he's eating pancakes at the diner. Like a big stack of pancakes. How good is that? That is what, when I was a kid, I'm like, I won't have to do school in the morning. I'll be eating pancakes at the diner with Big Joe. All right, Amanda, I go to this McDonald's and other local ones on a regular basis. Let me just say that the girl by the name of Jade was so disrespectful. Oh, snap, they threw a name out there. A girl by the name of Jade was so disrespectful today. Definitely deserved better, better customer service. Not just me as an individual, but also you and representatives for your company, disgusted by her tone, and hope she grows to be more friendly toward guests slash customers. Calm down, Amanda. Calm down. Eat you another McDouble and calm down. That's all I can say. That's just funny. That's just somebody that's like, if I read that, like, I can't even take that seriously. I can't take that seriously. And so I was like, I was like uh, thinking, I was like, what is another place that I could look up where it would be really good reviews and people would be like, this place is awesome, wink, wink. And so I was like a, like a, like an Asian massage parlor. You know, <laughs> it's probably, if you look up an Asian massage parlor, wink, wink. They would probably have really good reviews. I bet they would be kind of funny, right? And so I did um I did look at this massage parlor uh in a big city near me and uh and so let's see. Um this guy is called well, he has a fake name. And it said, looking for a spa near my work and found this on Google. I'm sure you did, sir. I'm sure you did find this on Google. Went in the afternoon and took one hour. She was very nice and cute. It was very relaxing. And in fact, the place and the fact that the place is clean was perfect. We'll be returning in due time. I bet you will, sir. I bet you will. <laughs> All right. So here's the last one I'm going to do. This one's for a discount grocery store, right? Like a discount, not like a regular grocery store, but you know, the discount ones where you bag your own groceries and, uh, and you just, you know, you, they, they scan them all up and then you got to bag everything. So this is Kim and Kim wrote, bought a bag of honey crisp apples she has two reviews, too, right? So she has two reviews, and this is one of them. Bought a bag of Honeycrisp apples a few days ago, and the first two were rotten inside. Looked like hollow wormholes with no worm that I could that I could see. Didn't, didn't go fish, either. Disgusting. Even smelled rotten. No signs of exterior bruising. Apples are out of Washington State. Didn't save the receipt, unfortunately. All right. So Kim went to a discount place. And she, I mean, you're rolling the dice. When you buy produce, when you buy, let me tell you something. When you buy produce at um, at a discount grocery store, you're rolling the dice, man. Because you're getting it for like half price. Or dang near half price so you're kind of rolling the dice when it comes to produce i'm not crazy about a lot of produce in places like that i'm just not i'd rather go to like a local uh like a farmer's stand or a farmer's market or like at least a grocery store like with i mean it's worth it's worth paying a little bit more for the good stuff i've bought this stuff Right. sometimes you sometimes it's good sometimes it's not it's just a gamble man but Anyway, 
that's that. Those are some funny. It's just great. It's just great how people are like, oh, I have something to say. It's like, man, I don't even know you. Like, I don't even know you, man. Like, I don't care. I guess I pay a little bit more attention to products. Like, if it's a product that I'm going to buy and they're like, this is going to catch on fire. I might, like, I might take heed a little bit, you know, to something like that. I might pay a little bit more attention to. But just people being like, hmm. Oh, I'm not. Because, you know, some people aren't happy no matter what. I've dated those kind of people. Like, they're just not happy. People. No matter what you do, they're just not happy. So I know there's people like that in the world, right? And so you're just like a, you're narcissistic and you're negative. And if if it was a good meal, if it was a good meal, I'd say, let me tell you something. I feel bad for the people that are married to people like this. Like, I know that there are guys like this, right? I get that. But I actually know some men that are married to women like this where if you're going out to eat, they're going to find something wrong, right? And that would, like, I just couldn't, that would get on my last nerve, man. And so, like, sometimes, and you can tell how some of these are worded. Like, you just, you ain't never happy, are you? Like, you always got something to say. Well, me. But anyway, but they're fun to read for me. And then the Asian massage, come on. You know, that guy went out and got in his car and was like, that was great. <laughs> I'm going to leave a review for that. And that was like a shady one. I tried to find like a shady looking one. And I was like, oh, yeah, I bet you did like, brother. But anyway, always remember, always remember the best way to spread Christmas cheer is is blasting my podcast for all to hear. So if you enjoyed the podcast today, go ahead and subscribe to it, man. Subscribing to it saves time. You know, like, you know how you tap your, how you tap your, uh, your subscribe button on your phone or not your subscribe button. You tap your download button every time a podcast hits and you're like, I want to listen. Where's the new Glenn thing stuff? You got to look it up. Then you got to hit download with your thumb. If you just subscribe, it will all, it will like, it'll, it'll automatically download for you. Right. Because you only in your life, in your life, you're only granted so many thumb taps on your phone to download a podcast or clicks on your computer with a map with a mouse to download a podcast. You're only going to have X amount of those in your lifetime. Right. And so what you're doing by not subscribing to my podcast is you're wasting those. Right. You're inching towards death faster when you don't subscribe to my podcast because what you could do like one click boom subscribe and you don't have to do that click every time my podcast comes out spending those precious seconds of your life downloading my podcast whenever it comes out right it just automatically does it right so i'm actually saving you life by recommending that you subscribe to my podcast right if you like it leave a review if you don't leave a review it don't even matter some, I'm not, I don't float everybody's pickle. I don't tickle everybody's boat. You know what I mean? But if you want to hear me talk about anything or you want to hit me up, say, what's up? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry, happy Hanukkah. You can email me, hit me up on Twitter. All that's in the notes of the podcast. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for spending your time with me. I appreciate it. It's a, it's a, it's like, this is my favorite time of year we're going into right this is like this is where this is where i shine baby but guys take care if i don't talk well i'll probably talk to you again i'll probably do another podcast before thanksgiving another one or two you never know but guys take care of yourself ladies take care of yourself and i'll talk to you soon peace out (laughs) 